Hi there, and welcome to Proverbs 31 Wannabe, where we discuss biblical womanhood in our constantly busy and sometimes crazy daily life. I'm Alexis Heeslip, and as a wife and mother of two, I'm always striving and praying to be a Proverbs 31 woman of faith. Can you believe that we are about a week and a half away from Easter? This springtime, it's just flying, um, and this Sunday is a super special time because this Sunday is going to be Palm Sunday. And today we are going to be looking into why we celebrate Palm Sunday and how we can talk to our children about this amazing passage in scripture and why it's important. So buckle up y'all. It's going to be so much fun today. I'm so excited to share with you this start of Holy Week. Alrighty, let's dive on in, guys. Okay, so since we are talking about Palm Sunday, I want us to first visualize in your head, if you grew up going to church or if you go to church, um, what a Palm Sunday looks like for you. I know when I think of Palm Sunday, I just get really excited because I know that on church on Sunday, we're going to be getting those big, pretty green palms where some people fold them into intricate crosses and little um, crafty Instagram moms like to make beautiful crosses and you can decorate your homes with them. Um, Now me, I just like to hold the palm myself. I remember (laughs) as a child thinking it's hilarious being able to have all these palms because I could whack my sister with them. Um, (laughs) But it's so much more than just getting palms and playing with the palms. Um, So if we want to teach our children about why we have palms on Palm Sunday, then what we need to do is turn to scripture first And then see what it says. So the setting is Jesus is about to enter Jerusalem for the Passover season. He's going to Jerusalem with his disciples. And this is is where things are about to come to a head. And you can find the uh, entry of Jesus into Jerusalem in all four of the Gospels. You can find... It in Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. You can also find it in the book of Mark chapter 11, verses 1 through 10. You can find this passage of scripture in Luke 19, verses 29 through 38. And you can also find it in the book of John chapter 12, verses 12 through 15. If you guys don't mind today, I'm going to be using the book of Matthew to read this passage But if you want, you can also look at it in the other uh, gospel accounts. So, if you would, grab your Bibles and turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 21. We are going to start on verse 1. And this is what the scripture says. When they approached Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples ahead, saying to them, Go into the village opposite to you, 
and at once you will find a donkey tied in a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you should say, The Lord needs them, and without delay the owner will send them with you. This happened so that what was spoken by the prophet would be fulfilled, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, the people of Jerusalem, Behold, your king is coming to you, gentle and mounted on a donkey, even on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. Then the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them, and they brought the donkey and the colt and placed their coats on them, and Jesus sat on the coats. Most of the crowd who saw Jesus coming in spread their coats on the road, like before a king, while others were cutting palm branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. The crowd went ahead of him and those that followed him and were shouting in praise and adoration, Hosanna to the son of David, the Messiah. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When he entered Jerusalem, all the city was trembling with excitement, saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from, the, from Nazareth in Galilee. Whew. Okay, there is so much to unpack here. And what's great is that this is such a fun passage that we can talk to our children about. So let's unpack it. The first thing that really uh, stands out to me is in this passage of scripture, Jesus fulfills prophecy about the Messiah from the Old Testament scriptures. And it's told to us in verse 5 what passages they're talking to. So um, let's see. We're going to turn first to Isaiah chapter 62, verse 11. And here you can see one of the scriptures that Jesus fulfills in him riding the donkey into Jerusalem. So Isaiah chapter 62, verse 11. This verse tells us, Listen carefully. The Lord has proclaimed to the end of the earth, say to the daughter of Zion, look now your salvation is coming in the Lord. Indeed, his reward is with him and his restitution accompanies him. Then another Old Testament passage that Jesus fulfills by riding the donkey is in Zechariah, um, which is an Old Testament prophet, a minor prophet, Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9, which I'm flipping to it right now. This verse says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and endowed with salvation, humble and unassuming in submission to the will of the Father, and riding on a donkey upon a colt, the foal of a donkey. You see, 
Jesus, as the Messiah, has to fulfill all of the prophecies made about him in the Old Testament. And in this moment, as he is entering Jerusalem, Jesus is fulfilling those prophecies. Now, you're probably wondering, as I wonder too, why a donkey? Why not a horse? Because I know when I think of a prince or a king, you think of, of, of a king, you think of a horse. Because in our minds and all the fairy tales that we see, princes and kings tend to ride on majestic white horses like Entangled, like Maximus Entangled. But the Bible has a different view of what a king should be writing and my study note tells us that um, a cult that had not been used was considered holy by the jewish people and was fit to carry a king so that is why jesus rode a donkey into jerusalem to show that he is a king he is the king and i think that's really awesome and then What's also pretty amazing is he didn't just sit on the donkey without anything underneath. The disciples put their coats on the donkey. Now, why would they do that? Again, with Jewish custom, um, putting the coats on the donkey for Jesus to sit on, was a sign of homage and recognition of Jesus's kingship. So this whole passage just shows that Jesus is the our ultimate king. He is our Messiah and that he fulfills all the prophecies of the Old Testament that relate to the Messiah. And I just think that is so awesome. And that is why it is so important for us parents to really have an understanding of the Old Testament prophecies. Now, this is something I am still working on myself, okay? The Old Testament can be intimidating, it can be daunting, but there is so much beauty to the Old Testament. And I feel like a lot of Christians struggle in this regard. I know that as, as at least for me as a mom, it's a lot easier to talk to my five-year-old about the New Testament and how Jesus loves everybody and how Jesus wants to, us to be everyone's friend. It's a lot easier to talk about those type of topics than it is to talk about some of the harsher realities that were in the Old Testament. But... As we can see in this uh, super important passage of scripture, we need to understand the Old Testament in order to fully grasp what is being said in the New Testament. So my challenge to myself and my challenge to you, you moms out there who love your children, who love Jesus, is to try to find Jesus in reading the Old Testament. Trust me, it'll change your perspective on the Old Testament. 
in so many ways. And this just shows us how Jesus is the thread that pulls the Bible together from Old Testament to New. And that just makes my heart so happy. Now, there's another aspect of uh, scripture that was being quoted by people in this passage. As we saw, as Jesus was coming into Jerusalem, the crowds went ahead of him and they were shouting praise to Jesus while waving their palms saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now, this, what the crowds were saying, comes from Psalm 118. So if you would turn with me to the book of Psalms and go to Psalm 118. I'm getting there myself. And again, this is another passage in the Old Testament that is being directly quoted here in the New Testament, right? So this is Psalms 118, and we are going to be looking at verse 26. And it says, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord, you who come into his sanctuary under his guardianship. So, I'm also going to read verses 27 through 29 because I just love how it ties in with these, this blessing that people were giving Jesus. It, verse 27 says, The Lord is God and he has given us light. Bind the festival sacrifices with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I give thanks to you. You are my God, I extol you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. You see, the people in the crowds, they knew the scripture. As practicing Jews, they were taught uh, to really uh, know their scriptures inside and out and hide the word of God in their heart. And those who knew that and realized that Jesus is the Messiah, they turned to these scriptures and were saying this blessing to Jesus. But there were also other people who looked at Jesus as a Messiah, but not in the way that Jesus meant them to see. You see, during the time of Jesus, the Israelites were being ruled by the Romans and were being oppressed. And some people thought that the Messiah who was to come was going to be this ultimate warrior who would defeat the Romans. And so a lot of people had this idea that Jesus was going to be this ultimate supreme fighting warrior who would face the Romans and cause uh, the Israelites to be free and had this completely wrong idea about who Jesus is. And it's important that when you're talking to your children about Palm Sunday, for them to realize that the same people who are shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, are going to be the same people on Friday who are going to be shouting, crucify him, crucify him. Because even though they knew the scripture, 
they did not understand why Jesus was actually here because they misunderstood the scriptures. And that is so important for your children to know that even though you can read the scriptures and you can have knowledge of the scriptures, unless you're asking God in prayer to reveal the meaning of the scriptures, you might get the wrong idea about them. And I love how we see this played out in the Gospels. How this joyous, triumphal entry into Jerusalem brings about the passion and suffering and death of Jesus. And I am so excited to focus in on this beautiful sacrifice of Jesus this upcoming week and teach my children about our amazing King Jesus. So yes, Palm Sunday is wonderful. Palm Sunday is so much fun, but it's so much more than just playing with palms and shouting Hosanna, Hosanna. It's about his ultimate sacrifice for us. And I can't wait to go on this journey with my children in the next two weeks. You are our ultimate king, Lord. Blessed are you because you did come in the name of the Lord. And I thank you for your triumphal entry into Jerusalem and for showing us that you are our ultimate king. Lord, as we are about to enter into Holy Week and as we are about to start reflecting upon all of the hard things, all of the sacrificial things that you did for us so that we can have salvation, I am just so thankful and I pray that as parents, as moms, that we can teach our children about the ultimate sacrificial love you made and reflect on this during this upcoming Holy Week and as we prepare our hearts to celebrate your resurrection. I am so excited for this week, Lord. And I thank you and I praise you because you are wonderful. You are worthy to be praised. Hosanna in the highest. Amen. Thanks for listening to Proverbs 31 Wannabe. We hope you enjoyed the program. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram and Facebook and check us out on our website at www.proverbs31wannabe.com. We would love to hear from you, especially in the comments. Next week is going to be a little bit different because of Holy Week. I'm going to be posting three or four episodes next week because I just love Holy Week. And this year, for the first time, my family and I are going to be celebrating a Messianic Passover Seder meal. And I am so excited to share with you how the experience goes and how it shows us 
how the Passover Seder meal, which is what Jesus celebrated at his Last Supper, shows um, how Jesus paid it all at the cross. I am so grateful to be able to have this opportunity to come to you and discuss Jesus and share self and Jesus and share this beautiful love of God with you. And I pray that you're able to share his love with those that don't know him this week. Until then, this is Alexis Heeslip, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless.